you will become the most trusted voice, the most trusted brand, and you're going to be prepared for whatever comes next. And let me tell you, there's a lot coming next. There's a lot. You're listening to the Endless Customers Podcast, where we help you earn trust and win customers in the age of AI. I'm your host, Alex Winter, and on this episode, we're joined by an all-around marketing and business expert, a keynote speaker, a partner at Impact, and the author of the best-selling book, They Ask You Answer, Marcus Sheridan. It's that time again. It's that time. Let's do this. Let's do it. Thank you for being back on here. I love chatting with you. It's great to have you in in studio. Mm -hmm. Um, Today, we're talking about a really interesting subject. We're talking about They Ask You Answer, but more importantly, how to create a culture within your organization around They Ask You Answer. And- what you would recommend is the best way to go about doing that and how you how you can have the most success when implementing it. Yeah, I mean, if you think about, like, what's the difference between a culture and, let's say, a program? Sometimes people think they ask you answers a program. That's destined to fail because programs, they're born and then they die. Programs are generally forced upon people, right? Whereas a culture of something is, this is just who we are. If you really understand what they ask you answer is, it's an obsession with the way the buyer thinks. Their questions, worries, fears, issues, concerns, the willingness to meet them where they are, give them what they want to facilitate right. that learning process, that buying process. I mean, that's that's really what it is. You gotta be incredibly like in tune with them. You got them, you gotta be empathetic with them, you gotta be able to put your, yourself in the shoes of the buyer. And so If you are going to have this culture, you have to help people first understand the what, the how, and the why of they ask you answer. One of the big mistakes that, you know, companies will make with this is, uh, let's say a CEO hears me speak, and then he or she goes back to their team, and they say, hey, you know, I heard this bull guy. It was great. We're going to start answering all of our customers' questions, and let's get to work, everybody. It's like, that is destined to fail. I assure you, that will not work. That's why when we engage a company at Impact and take them down this road of instilling a culture of they ask you answer, we start with a workshop where everybody that's going to be participating is there, Mm -hmm. where they learn the what, the how, and the why. What's the impact going to be on the collective? What's the impact going to be on me individually for the attendee? And now everyone can say, okay, I see it. And of course, I would want this because that's exactly what I expect as the buyer, as the customer, as the shopper, right? You show them the mirror. You show them the mirror and then they see, yes, we can do this. I can do this because we're all actually way more familiar with the Ask You Answer than we know because we all buy things. We all make buying decisions every single day. We research companies and so we, sure. we get this. Now, once you've, once you've established the what, the how, and the why early on. We've got to get a few things out of the way. We've got to have buy-in from top to bottom. Again, that's why we do the workshop, but the critical, like let's say, positions that you got to have, you got to have an active CEO that isn't just saying, let's do they ask you answer. He or she is engaged. It doesn't mean this person, the CEO, is necessarily producing blog content. But when it comes to, let's say, general planning meetings, right? Like we have a 90-day planning meeting with the companies we work with that are using our coaching services. The leader of the organization, the CEO, that person's got to be there. 
Absolutely. If they're not there, we're not going to play because there's going to be aloofness, and I just can't stand aloofness and ignorance in an organization because they ask you answer affects sales, it affects marketing, and oftentimes affects the recruiting side of the business. It affects customer service. I mean, it affects a lot of things. Right. And I would hope as a CEO or as a as a leader of your company, if you're if you're really going to try to shift the culture, yeah. that's an important piece that you you need to be a part of, and you need to almost champion that. You charge. do, but a lot of them try to bypass it, short step it. You know, they just this is the natural way. You know, it's like, oh, I'm a, you know, I, I'm an entrepreneur. And so therefore I've got to just like go fast, 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 fast. And what you end up doing, you end up messing up. I mean, we want speed too. So you got to get the CEO. They've got to be involved. The sales manager, VP of sales, whomever that person is, they've mm-hmm. got to be a big believer. They ask you answer rarely works well if sales doesn't very much believe in it. And the reason for this is because generally the sales team consist of the majority of the subject matter experts within the company. Mm-hmm. They make for some of the best uh, just, uh, you know, SMEs to put on video and they're using the content in the sales process that marketing is producing. They're the ones that are probably getting interviewed. I mean, it's just like all these different reasons. So they need to be engaged, involved. They need to be believers. When we have believing sales teams, it's like we can move literal mountains with organizations but you get one bad egg, especially like with a VP of sales, it's like, ah, oh, this is the way we've always been doing it and the internet's still not a real thing, right? I mean, <laughs> is that possible? Yeah, it's actually still possible. I mean, it's going to die on the vine, right? Right. And so then you've got to have, of course, the head of marketing very much believing, very much engaged. You'd say that's going to happen every single time, but sometimes it doesn't. You know, you have folks that have been doing it a particular way for a long time and they just can't imagine being more open, honest, and transparent with the buyer. So everybody's got to believe in the golden rule as, as leaders of the team. Like we are going to treat our customers as we ourselves would want to be treated. We're going to answer the questions. We're going to put it out there and we're going to make the investment in this, right? So these are all keys to culture. Another key that I've seen, and it's not an absolute must, but on it. I mean, it is a big deal. And this might sound self-serving, but it's true. And that is you need an accountability partner. You just do. You need a coach. You need a guide. In my life, I, ha- I hire coaches. Why? Because I am naturally a slacker. I will slack off. I will lose discipline. Thus, I have coaches in my life that keep me in line, that help me stay the course. And that doesn't even include my wife who really helps keep me in line and stay the course as an accountability partner. And so as an organization, if you're going to do they ask you answer, if you go it alone, could you be successful? Yes. But the majority of companies benefit dramatically from someone that is they ask you answer certified from a coach and from trainers that are going to help you with this. Yeah, absolutely. And I've heard you say this before, and it's it's a really great phrase because I think it's super true that you can be a preacher to the world and everyone knows you and drinks the Kool-Aid, but you're not a preacher in your hometown, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actual quote is you can be a prophet to the world. Oh, prophet, excuse right, me. Right, because that's a higher level than a preacher, right? You're right, right that's You can right. be a prophet to the world, but nobody listens to you in your hometown. And so what happens is if you have, let's say, a marketer that's read the book and wants to get their CEO to also believe it, mm-hmm. the big mistake that we see, and I see this, man, I've seen this, hundreds of times over the last now, you know, 10 years of talking about They Ask You Answer. And that is, they try to explain the framework to the CEO. 
that's a disaster. It doesn't work. I'm telling you, it doesn't work. Right. So for people that are, because if a CEO buys in and leadership is bought in, that's great. And it trickles down, hopefully. That's the goal. But if you're a, a content manager, you're a, a CMO, a marketing person on the team, and you you discover through one of your presentations or they read the book, however they discover it, how do you bring that up in the organization in a way that is going to help shift the culture? Because that could be difficult for some people. Yeah, I mean, let me give you some like proven methods here. I sure, mean, sure. these are proven, which by the way, you can be a great marketer with great ideas, but you're very likely not going to be able to convince your CEO to do they ask you answer if you try to explain it. It's no different than if a salesperson at Impact comes to me and says, Marcus, man, we've got this prospect that's really potentially good and man, their whole team is into it, but the CEO, not really into it. Can you take a call with the CEO and convince him or her that they ask you answers the way? And my answer is always the same. Nope, not gonna do it. Okay. And here's the reason why. Because they're coming from a place of resistance and doubt and they need to come from a place of, I'm going to learn this and do the work to learn it. This is why when a marketer or an evangelist for a company, a champion, mm -hmm. for they ask you answer, comes to me and says, how do I do this? Let me give you the steps. You go to the CEO and you say to the CEO, I have this book that I feel like would be very important for our company and could have a big impact. Would you be willing to read it? Now, the person's going to probably push back a little bit and say, well, what's it about? Well, if I try to tell you what's it about, it's not going to have the same effect than if you just read it. My promise to you, though, it won't be a waste of time. Yes, it's about business, business growth, sales and marketing. It's called They Ask You Answer. Would you be willing to read it? So you come right back again. Clever. Do not fall into the trap of explaining what's in it. Right, don't get into that zone. That's right. Very clever. So really, really have the ability to let the CEO self-discover. Yes, or want it's all to, about self-discovery, yeah. which is, you know, of course, what we always teach right. at Impact. And so once this person says, okay, I, I see this is a big deal to you. I will read this. Then you say, great, let's have a follow-up meeting in seven days or 10 days or whatever it is to discuss your findings. Ah, I like so this. in that moment, you set literally on the calendar a meeting that's a follow-up to them reading the book. Right, so it holds them to being accountable to actually yeah, read right. it. Otherwise, if you leave it open-ended, it gonna might, happen. they might never read it. Haven't gotten to it, they've got a promise to do it. Right. And at the end of that, you say, would you be willing to do that? So can we meet and discuss this in 10 days? They are gonna say, wow, you are serious about this. Okay, yes, Alex, we'll meet in 10 days. And I would even say at that point, wonderful, I'll send you a reminder. Nice. Okay. So when we meet, when we meet, we don't come out and say, hey, so what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? You come right out and say, did you read the book? They're going to say yes. And then you're going to say, so give me your thoughts and let them go. And now they're going to tell you all the reasons why we should be doing, they ask you answer, why you should be doing it without you trying to convince them to talk about cost and price, to talk about the competition, to do all the things that are so foreign to so many people when they first read the book. But of course, the way that it's written, by the end, they're saying, man, we'd be crazy not to do this. This is so simple. 
Of course we should be doing this. Right. That system works. I know it sounds odd. I've tested it again and again. I promise you, if you do this, you are going to see that you're going to get the buy-in that you seek. And a marketer is only as good as the buy-in that they have within the entire organization. That's a great word. I was actually going to ask you that. The, to create that buy-in, it sounds like that's the, the critical piece. That's the differentiator for success versus it not being successful is getting that buy-in. Look, people don't resist change because they're just jerks. They resist change because they're ignorant. Okay. That's why we resist change. Yeah. And so you have to help them become unignorant, i.e. informed. But you can't force feed them becoming informed mm -hmm. because they're naturally going to resist because that's the human way. What you need to do is to provide them with the book that was written to convince the hard-headed CEO that this is the way. This is the way. And you can't be afraid of change. That's it. That's it. So once they embrace this change, you get to this place where you got the buy-in, the culture is starting to shift. What happens? You you have so many examples in real world clients and B2B, B2C, all these different industries. What are some of the results that you can share once the culture actually shifts into this new this new ideology or this new I mean, framework? Man, we could go on and on. I mean, we've we've got multiple companies that became the most traffic website in the world in their industry. Wow. We have multiple companies that double, tripled, quadrupled their business in terms of size. Sign me up for that. Um, we had multiple companies uh, increase their closing rates by anywhere between 25 to 100% like wow. increase, like, like, like crazy numbers, man. And I've seen, it, I've seen it in so many different industries by this point. And I will go to an event and there's, you know, tons of people that have read They Ask You Answer. I don't know them. And they're like, yeah, Marcus, this changed my life. Yeah, this changed our business forever. Yeah, you know, because of this, we sold our business and I'm a millionaire today and I could retire. Like, it's like crazy things, man. It's amazing. Crazy things. Yeah, that's really amazing. Simple, simple philosophy. And so don't overcomplicate it. But you start with explaining that what, the how, and the why. Get the, get the right people in the right place. Make sure a few people own the thing. Make sure you have that content writer, that content manager, that owner of the written word. Eventually get that videographer that owns video, right? And be okay with imperfection at first. Know that it's going to be clunky. Know that you're going to figure it out, that it, you got to crawl before you walk. You got to walk before you run. I mean, this is no different. There's going to be a learning curve. Give yourself a little bit of grace. But if you do that, it's going to be transformational. You will become the most trusted voice, the most trusted brand, and you're going to be prepared for whatever comes next. And let me tell you, there's a lot coming next. There's a lot because this world is a changing and AI is going to accelerate that. They ask you answer will help you to be prepared for that time period. I totally agree. And that culture shift, it really helps you embrace any change that might be happening because at the end of the day, we're talking about trust and building trust and right. answering your customers' questions, meeting them where they are. And that's no matter what technology comes out, I don't think that's ever gonna that's ever gonna change. It's evergreen, baby. And that's a beautiful thing because when you latch on to principles instead of like where we started, programs, mm -hmm. right? Then you know you're built to last. Excellent advice from the man who wrote the book himself. Uh, thank you so much again for being on the show, Marcus. Before we go, can you just let everyone know how they can get in touch with you if they have any comments, questions, what's going on in your world? Yeah, if you want to reach out to me, hit me up. My personal email, marcus at marcussheridan.com. 
love to come out to you and, and uh, speak to your company, uh, speak at your event. Uh, you can also find me at LinkedIn. I'm a pretty, pretty dang good LinkedIn guy. So check me out over there, will you? Marcus, thanks again. And thank you to everybody out there listening to the Endless Customers podcast. And hey, don't forget that we have episodes every Monday and Wednesday releasing on all major platforms. So be sure to go subscribe. That way you won't miss out on how you can earn trust and win customers in the age of AI.